Kayanos, Kayanos, fresh tongues, Kayanos, fresh tongues. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain, Kayanos. I will read straight from chapter 5, verse 12, and I will enter chapter 6. Verse 12, for when for the time you ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. For everyone that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. Hmm. But strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age. What does it mean to be a babe? There's a place in the book of is it not First Corinthians that Paul was telling us about people who are babes. There is one reason why he called them babes. Why? All these people at the back. Come on, feel. Come, come, Nena, come and sit. I want you to help Peter say, My. My dear children, that you should desire the sincere milk. There is a reason why, are you with me? People are called children. Paul said this because they are carnal. Say carnal. Once there is carnality, it doesn't matter how how much you have been born again. You are still what say babes. So their words, their teachings, you can give to people who are still a lot carnal. They are still babe. If we still contend for many small matters, then we are still babe. I like your look today, my God. Kaito Bahasa. Anyway, that's not my point. But strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised. Say exercised. Nothing really happens except you put it to practice. Put it to practice. Put it to practice. Put it to practice. How do you learn how to pray? Eh? Simple. How do you know how to study the Bible? It's simply by studying the Bible. Have you read from Genesis to Revelation? It's not before. I'm saying now. This one you are saying you don't have much religion. Many people, <laughs> I spoke with one of our brothers this month. He is, is, I'm not sure he's up to six years and he 
sent me a chat. Meanwhile, if you sent me a chat anytime, I will answer. But if you call me, even when you see me sitting there and you call me, I'm, I'm not sure I will answer. When he chatted me, he said, it seemed as if he was doing morning devotion and he now encountered the scripture. And he now said, me, and I responded. He said, God, that is praying to God. <laughs> it will help him to understand the Bible the way I understand. I don't know whether they think is there is no special way. The only way is to what? If you read the first side, in fact, not even study the first, say read. Just simple read. Is when you read, you now study. It is when you are reading, you now study. If you have not read, there is nothing like studying. And if you must study, you must have a jotter. You must have a pen. Do you know what I found out about the present day believers? Especially because revelation is everywhere. Many of them have not read their Bible for themselves. Have you finished New Testament? Hmm? You are still a baby. There is, there is no magic about it. Have you read this New Testament ten times? Why now? But your Bible is always with marker and red and all those stuff. You need to read it. Imagine where you read it. I'm not saying study, read first time the whole New Testament and you can finish the New Testament. You can finish the New Testament in three days. Something as simple as reading 10 chapters in New Testament. You can finish it in one month. But you can sit down and finish the whole of Matthew before four hours has passed. Yes, now. Just read it. Of course, you can finish the whole Bible in one month. If you read, I think, 40 chapters, there is a way they do the calculation. 40 chapters a day, you can finish the Bible in one month. Are you looking at me? Haven't you watched movie for four hours? Where did the energy come from? Haven't you even wondered? You will say, let me watch movie, and you'll be awake till 3 a.m. Or you read Bible now. You'll be washing your face. No, something, something is wrong. Haven't you? The, the soul of man is a rebel. The, fall, the falling part is a rebel. That is why most times for you to be able to enter into the things of God, you must understand discipline. The soul needs to be disciplined. is a rebel. It's reckless. It is designed, the fallen man is designed to rebel. I'm not saying my mind, I'm telling him the scripture. The Bible says, for the spirit warred against the flesh, and the flesh warred against the spirit, and the two of them are in enmity. It's straight, it's simple like that. Eh? At least I know me and you people are around, so you, there, there is no washing of movie. 
These men are terrible men. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. They, they are doing business. And I don't praise people. Though. Before you can bring out praise for my mouth, it will be hard. But they are doing well. All those noise that used to happen. You have noticed the thing has cleared. I thought they are too strong now. <laughs> yes. All I'm trying to say is that what makes people have the complex things? Complex things are a combination of simple things. You have not read your Bible. How then will you study? You have not studied. How then will you meditate? You have not meditated. How then will you assimilate? It is what is assimilated in the subconscious that becomes part of your operational basis. I'm telling you. Do you know John chapter 3 verse 16? You don't know it all. Do you know the day we know it? We know you know it is when you appear in the spirit and those things you begin to leave them. What you know in the scripture is the part that you live subconsciously. That's the ones we know you know. And the limit of your knowledge, spiritual knowledge, is in that ambit. I learned experientially, you must have heard me say that I wrestle with that territorial spirit. And the only thing I remember is Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Anyway, it was enough, but my own opinion. That day, I became humble again because most times what we suffer is overestimation. You overestimate yourself. You, you don't know. There's a way you'll be ministering like this. And the anointing will move. You will say, I judge, I judge all the powers. I judge, I judge. And when you now finish, the sort of thing that will happen to you that week, you'll be crying for mercy. God will not. It will seem you know what God will do for you. Let me tell you what will happen. Do you know what will happen? Have you not judged the principality in your school? Say the truth. This is what will happen if God wants to show you mercy. Because there is no two ways about it. He will supply more grace for you to... Have you said something and you don't have what it takes to back up your words? The Holy Ghost knows you don't have it. But He loves you and He wants to show you mercy. What He does is that when you have made that statement as you are living, you will feel a terrible, heavy desire to pray. And then you said in the night, in the night I will do it. That's why you you won't reach night. That's what I'm. It won't reach night before trouble will start. It is from that prayer meeting that your trouble will start. That's why I'm asking, what is the content of that prayer? You have not told me. I know the content, but the day you are ready to tell me the things, I will now help you. Something we have seen ten years ago. These are the things we did and notice most of most of you people soon will start having challenges with your academics. I'm not saying you may, I'm saying surely it will happen. Do you know why? You don't know now. Let me leave you. Your case is another matter. <laughs> Zeal is powerful, but it's not enough. 
you have to add knowledge to it. How did I get here? Let me teach you. Let's turn over to chapter 6 of Hebrews. The Bible now says, Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection, laying aside again. Amen. Now, let me say something as we continue. He said, Therefore, leaving. What does it mean to live? In kingdom language, what does it mean to live? You see, you wake up in the morning and decide, I have had faith enough. Let me go to another thing. You do it, my friend. You come and decide that this week is hidden. Don't you do it that this week is um, warfare. Don't you do it. If I, you bring out books about warfare, you know, after this one, it is this. Don't you do it. Say the truth now. Now, who told you that that's where the Holy Ghost is? When the Bible said leave, he's assuming leave. How many of you have heard of first school living certificate? What will you do to have that certificate? Huh? Huh? You write it. What if you fail? You write it and pass, graduate. That means by the times they say somebody has left or you leave, it means that you have graduated from here. You did not jump class. They don't jump class in the spiritual. I learned it the hard way. They don't jump class. See, eh? There are some classes it will seem as if you jumped. But because of God's desire upon your life, there are some people for many reasons he has marked you out. You cannot desire to do another thing. Instead of him not to use you, he will deal with you. Oh my God. He will so deal with you and then use you. <laughs> no, even if you say he's, he's the liar, I know it's true. We have been there. He will deal with you. Now, the time God deals with you on a matter is very, very important, actually. There are matters that God should not deal with you at a certain season. Are you with me? There are people God deals with them on money and finances when they are already married and they have issues to handle. But there is still greed. Mammon is still in your heart. And God desires to use you in that aspect. You know it will affect everybody around you. It's not about you. But if what if he dealt with you now? Time you are now getting married and doing stuff, you have conquered that and, and it will be a gradual growth. Let me tell you, if you if you jump class, oh my God! Even pity the people around you, even if you don't like yourself. 
there is, when you fail in the kingdom, you don't fail alone. When you succeed, you don't succeed alone too. Many people's success is tied to your own success. In the same way, when you fail, many people when you fail, many people will fail because of your failure. So sometimes, even if you don't want to do some things, just do it because of the generations that are tied to your destiny. Are you hearing me? There are many reasons why Jesus paid this price. One of them is because of you. And it's not just because of you for you to get born again. The Bible was speaking in the book of Isaiah chapter 53. He said, who we speak about his generation? That was where we began to understand that there is a need for the generation of that man eh, to be continued. Are you getting the point now? So when Jesus is paying the price, he saw you that in you he will continue his generation. It was Hebrews that told us that in the book of Hebrews chapter 2, verse 10, he said, For he became, are you with me now? For he became the captain of our salvation. Eh? Through sufferings. How did he become? It is not a pleasant experience, but it is because of you. He answered, so that he will what? Bring many sons unto glory. So there are certain dimensions of Jesus' ministry. Now, this is, are you with me? Every price that Jesus paid is not just for you to be redeemed. Jesus did more than that, actually. Do you know? I don't want to go that. That is a higher class. Jesus did everything he did. He didn't just affect you just being redeemed and accepted in God. He affected your destiny. Affected your ministry. Affected every single thing about you. So, even when you get born again, the riches of his inheritance does not end when you get born again. As a matter of fact, it began from there. I just hope you understood this. Because if you understand it, you will now know why Jesus Jesus came in the book of John chapter 15. Is it 15 or 16? He said, because of them, I sanctify myself. This is not just about me. It's about what? A generation. So, most times, some of the things we do is because of a generation. I was talking to my... discussing in the morning and I told them that see eh, 70% of the warfare I'm passing through is not my own I have found that it's not my own your sister used to say it now she said she will be in her vision and say Pastor D is my father Pastor D is my father and then from nowhere we appear they will summon me from my bed <laughs> I'll be, I know something is going on. I'll look around my life. There is nothing demanding this energy that is leaving me. You think the energy we saw is savior, but sometimes you just know that virtue is leaving you. I will be on the bed to say I'm sleeping. Suddenly, I, it will seem as if I'm in a heavy miracle service. I'm wondering why is this energy leaving me? 
it was when God began to teach me this thing. Some of you are passing through things that will do you damage. And somebody has to come and lend you help. So sometimes there are people that will, I will go and tell God, I was telling them in the morning. Should I tell you? No. <laughs> you doesn't want me to say it. Let me leave it. Mm. Should I say it? <laughs> My God. I will not say it. If he says no, I believe him. Now, the implication of that, if I'm trying to tell you about when Jesus paid price, he overpaid because he saw you. Are you with me now? Many of the things that happened to him, many of the things he passed through, weren't necessary if he didn't have an intention of raising a generation after his own order. He said, because of you, I sanctify. If it's not, there won't be need for this sanctification if not because of you. Some of the things we do, if it's only for me, don't you think I can save myself? Oh my God. Do you know sometimes we do 30 days, all kinds of things we are doing. This 50 days fasting we are doing. You don't know why. It's not because of you. You don't know how much your family is preserved just because of this prayer you are making. Because you have not heard story of how one of them is on, on sick or deathbed. No, your prayer makes sure that time doesn't come. Let me tell you, prevention is always better than always. If God opens your eyes, you will see how your prayer surrounds everywhere with a shield of protection. Because of you. Your family is safe. Safe enough to even be cursing you and be telling you, why are you going for prayer? Why are you going for They don't know that it's your prayer that is making them have the energy and the health to be saying what they are saying. But that's how Jesus trained us. Eh? Even if you explain to them, they won't understand. So why bother now? Why are you bothering explaining to them? Just continue what you are doing. Let me tell you the truth. Some of them will never come to a time they will understand. So I'm not telling you that later they will understand. Some of them will never understand. Many of the things we did is only in heaven that we will know the importance. My brother, if we get to heaven, you will be shocked. The sitting arrangement won't be like this. Many pastors and preachers will be at the back. Men, faceless and nameless, will be sitting in front. They will be ruling with Abraham. They are men of such rank. The kingdom can trust them. I went to ask God what is important, what is more important. Because by now, I would have had a ministry that is booming in Lagos. I tell you the truth. Oh, you don't know. You have not heard my story. (laughs) 
I look back, you you won't even meet me. No, you, you won't meet me. What do I have to do with you? One of those top-ranking pastors, that young men, when they want to write about the upcoming part, my name will be there. What I've touched as of that year, many years ago, that's what people touch now and they rejoice. And as of that time, I was, oh, I have written down my plans. So much so that when I was in youth service, where my PPA, my, they brought one consultant to come and question us, and they were checking a few of my, they were asking me questions. I told them my next three years plan. We have been there, my brother. <laughs> Do you know what the man said? The owner of the school was saying that me, I'm not serious, I'm not this one. And the man said, no. That somebody that knows where he is going exactly after here is not a confused person. He's somebody that is sure of where he's going. And the way I talk, let me tell you my dealings. This is my own personal dealings with God. God does not allow me to make up my mind very fast because I'm in that category of people that if I make up my mind, I don't know, quitting is not in my language. You can ask my sister. I used to write it that time. You remember now? It's one of, I have two mottos in life. Winners never quit. That's never win. That, this is from primary school. I don't believe in quitting. If we now quit, what will you be doing with your life? You have now stopped. So, and so what are you doing with your life? <laughs> we should clap for you. You have tried. Nobody is aware. Even in the kingdom, the people that will receive the reward, the Bible called them the overcomers. Let's get back. So that means you have passed your first class. And then when you have now graduated, we have certified you that you have graduated. The question now, and that's why we are going there to teach it again, is because we are not sure you have graduated. Look at that verse 1. There are at least six of the doctrines that was written there. Now, it is not doctrines. It is doctrine. I have taught you people that... The doctrine has two meanings in the New Testament. One is what? And the second one is what? You are, you are a good student. Who was in that my class? Then you were in my class now. Two words for doctrine. You have been in all my classes from 2017 till now. Huh? Correct. Didaki and Didascalia. Didascalia is the noun. Is is like the culture. Hmm? They used to say people in this town they don't kill snake. They don't eat bush rat. Huh? How did you know? Hmm? How did you know? They told you, Abi. So, first of all, there was a culture. And then, two, there is a teaching of that culture. 
I don't know. Are you with me? The culture obviously evolved from many reasons. Of course, cultures evolve from spirits. I hope you know. Do you know? Human beings. It is one spirit that came and appeared to one person and said, like in Zimbabwe, I've forgotten the nation in Africa. There is what they call their coming to womanhood. 12, 13, 14 year old children are being molested by men that is 30 something years. They said before you become a womanhood, that man will now sleep with you. And they pay him. That's how what it means to come to womanhood. And then, all of them, if the man is HIV, STD, all those days, natural transfer. Say natural transfer. Mm. They said it's the culture. Please look at this culture now and tell me where it originated from. It must be from a spirit. So now, but that is the body, the culture is the Dascalia, is a, is a belief system, it's a system. But that system has to be taught. So a set of belief system, culture in the kingdom is called the Dascalia. Then when that thing is taught, or rather when it is broken down in accessible form, it is now called the Daki. That's why God resists teachers in the body to pass across those information, those cultures that make for the kingdom. It is on that basis that what Paul taught was not lost. Do you know why? We had people that we are passing it down from one generation to another generation. Meanwhile, the teaching was constant. Is it not still the same teaching? Is a culture. Didascalia. But when it is communicated to you, the system through which it is communicated, didake, the body of knowledge, belief system, is didascalia. It's simple. It's simple. I'm, I just use the simplest explanation. Amen. So, um, he said... Leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on to perfection. The word perfection there means what? Means what? Maturity. Say maturity. Maturity. Obviously, the target of this text in its context is maturity. Not laying again. Are you with me? This is the first one. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works. So the first one is what? Say repentance from dead works. Write it down. Write it. Even if you have written it before, write it again. Number two. Faith toward God. Faith toward God. Faith toward God. Faith toward God. 
faith toward God. Faith toward God. Faith toward God. That's number two. Number three is of baptisms, doctrine of baptisms. Mark, be careful what is written there. He didn't say baptism, he said baptisms. laying on offense we mean two things but one principally or two hmm? what do you think when we say laying on offense what comes to your mind correct whenever we talk about god bless you you just use the exact word. There is nothing to add. I will not add anything. When we talk about laying on offense, we mean two things ordination or impartation. Ordination or impartation. The serious one is ordination. That's the one that Paul now said in the book of Timothy said, Do not be quick to lay hands on somebody. It means don't be quick to ordain anybody. Imagine now uh, you come and do magic, do magic, prophesy. You even tell me the color of my singlet. And I'm gonna say, woman of God, we ordain you now. Heaven and earth will hold me responsible. People don't know what is ordination. Anybody you ordain, anything that comes out of that person's life and affects others, affects the body, you are responsible. Because you are the person that introduced him to the body of Christ. That's literally what that thing means. People that know what it means doesn't do it fast. Yes, ma'am. You know some of these institutional churches. You will go to their school, do many things. On serious people will fall along the way. The only Pentecostal churches. They ordain people every month. Do you know why? It's not because they know you are they know you are incompetent. They know. The reason why they are ordaining you is to tie you down. Ah, we have been there now, so we will. Is to tie you down. When you are now, what's your name? Justice. When you are now, Pastor J, you will not leave the church again. All of us know that you still need at least three years to mature in the things of God. That's if 
if all things being equal. You do know what it means to be a pastor. Have you paid school fees? Have they woken you up in the night and carried you to the hospital? What have you done? Have you gone to settle marriage issues? These are the practical aspects of being a because a pastor is a caregiver. So you even prove your ministry and then even some people do everything correct and then before they are anointed they become impatient and do one kind thing and then they will post the ordination. There are many th- that's why some some of uh, the institutional churches they must make sure you are married. All they are trying to do is to make sure there is a level of stability. Yeah. Bible says that the person that desires the office of the bishop in unlisted criteria. Who is a bishop? Let me tell you. Hmm? Let me not be controversial. Let me leave it. But that one hmm? is not a bishop. You don't know what is a bishop. Leave it. Yes. There are offices that you don't desire. Hmm? There are offices like Jesus. Should I, 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 should I? There is what we call the gifts of Christ. There is what we call the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But certain of people in the church too can call men hmm? and put them in offices. When men do that, that office that men put you in has a category name. What is the category name? Say bishop. So the Bible says, whosoever desires the office of the bishop. My brother, if it is the gift of Christ, in fact, you can convert the gift of the Spirit. But if it is the gift of Christ, they don't convert it. It is an, a simple election of grace. In other words, if Christ elected you to be an evangelist, you say, kind like to be a pastor very foolish person because the grace is an election of grace Paul called it grace and apostleship or rather grace and office do you know what it means it means that the, there is office and there is grace so what people That means that the way we know somebody's what people interact with really is not the office per se, it is the grace that is in the office. Is it not true? So 
as an evangelist, the grace that is poured in your vessel eh, finds expression from the canal, the pipe, the horn of the evangelist. No matter how much you try for that same grace to find expression as a pastor, you just be struggling. You just be struggling. You just be struggling. You gather people in a church and try to do healing service. Nothing will happen. You jump outside in this market and say, Who has leg pain? Nothing left. You are collecting crushes and dropping it. Enter church, try it. Nothing. Mm. He is outside. He is not inside. There is a certain group of people, they like evangelism, they like crowd, they like. Eh? But when they go outside, nothing happens. But when they come inside and talk to people, they break down, they are healed, their soul is mended, family is mended up, unforgiving heart breaks down, many things, bitterness leaves. They talk to people like this, they feel closer to Jesus. Oh my God. You are a pastor. You are a pastor, my friend. And it has nothing to do with your temperament. Are you with me? In fact, <laughs> there is a way somebody will be very crazily anointed. You know, they will say you are an evangelist because they don't expect pastors to be disanointed. If have you noticed that they don't expect pastors to be anointed? They just want you to be doing administration and taking care of people. Get anointed, my friend. Can't be walking around nothing. Find out what. Even if you are a teacher, carry fire. Say carry fire. Is he not teaching that Jesus was doing? And they said that they could not withstand the authority with which he speaks. winner number what number five will now be resurrection of the dead resurrection of the dead resurrection of the dead number six judgment this is what every believer should know you not just know you master them and then you move to higher things
you know people don't know things about eternal judgment? Mark the word that is used there. It is called what? Not natural, human, or whatever judgment. It is what? Eternal judgment. So judgment will come in the scope of eternity. get to that place then we find out that for you to have judgment I don't know I found out later that there is actually a difference from uh, a pastor teaching an evangelist teaching a prophet teaching and apostle teaching, they will just be doing it from their own heart. That is why anytime I pick a matter, I will just be seeing from my own school. <laughs> Mostly when I pick up a matter, I'm seeing like this. I try to go as high as possible to see everything. But if he's an evangelist, he wants it like this, to reach as many people as possible. If an ev- the worst nightmare of an evangelist is when he comes, there is no crowd. They like crowd. They will tell you one million souls, one, one today. And they... Heaven... <laughs> heaven filled, heaven empty. But if he's an apostle, he will sit down and be calculating how many of these people are grounded in the doctrines of Christ. How many of them have the foundations of the kingdom built into their soul? If if we leave these people after two years, where are we going to find them? Meanwhile, once they build those things in your heart, huh, they will not leave you to the pastor. Any young believer that encountered the apostolic and prophetic in his beginning journey as a believer will always grow faster and better than any other person. There are many things that lacks in your Christian work. Many mistakes we made because we never encountered foundational ministries. And we just grew, we just grew, we just grew. We need to find out that as we grow up, we have been missing the foundational things. If a pastor teaches you, he teaches you according to you people's need. I hope you know that's how a pastor teaches. He will come and look at his congregation and notice that this is what they need. This is what and he will be teaching you, growing you that way. You know, he finds out the trend. The trend. Notice that people are getting more discouraged now. More discouraged. He preach about discouragement. He notice that exams it is success and a few things, but he's an apostle. He reached to heaven, and people are being drunk in the Holy Ghost. When they finish, he say, "I see warfare." We say, why is this man scattering our enjoyment? There are people that ask that question now. 
I have seen it. Some people are not saying it, but me, I'm, I'm hearing, I can hear what you said in your heart sometimes. That's how Jesus we said, and Jesus knew what was in your heart. How? Some of them will be drinking. We chant in the Holy Ghost. Ah, 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 ah. Hey! We drink in the Holy Ghost. Ah, 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 ah. Hey! And some people will start doing like this. And then some will fall under power and then. And I will come and say, I see in the spirit a beast rose up. And God said, Let's cut it down. <laughs> the drinking people won't be happy with me. Are you with me? If you are if if a pastor notices that people like drinking more, he will not stop. sometimes I will come with what I want to teach. That's why I discipline myself most times to teach them. You come what you want to teach. The Holy Spirit hijacks it and puts his word in mouth. That's why if you pray hard, if you have a need, no way I will not talk about it before we are through. It's not possible. Even if you say it's a lie, I know it's true. If you pray hard, there is no way I won't touch it. Because this, the oppression of my realm is to be sensitive to where the Holy Spirit is moving. I can continue teaching what I'm teaching, but before I'm through, I will touch your matter. Anyway, how did I get here? Let's start from <clears throat> number one of the doctrine. What's number one? Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works. We have done this thing before, is it not? You have forgotten. It's because you wrote it down on Tear for Me. Then we have done this thing before now, is it not? So come and take the mic. We have done this thing before now. We have done this thing before now. What does the scripture mean by repentance from dead works? See, the key word there, what is the key word? Huh? dead works, or rather better, if you want to be specific, just say works. I want to make a point. There is no time you will come in the kingdom and you will eliminate work. It's not possible. Work is a kingdom civilization. Hmm? What is the opposite of work? Huh? Huh? Correct. Rest. And there are two types of rest. 
you know now huh? Matthew chapter 11 verse 28 what do you say come unto me all ye that and I will what and I will what so there is a rest that is given but there is another rest I think Hebrews chapter 4 too he said yes labor to enter into your rest So there is a rest that is given and there is a rest that is labored for. So the Bible says, not laying again foundation of repentance from dead works. That means the there is a basic thing that is demanded from every person that desires to have business with God. That is repentance from what? Dead works. You need to know what makes God angry. Huh? There are many things that make God angry. Should I even tell you? Trying to do something. Let me even explain what dead works is. I will be saying it as I'm going on. Trying to do anything to deserve what God has done. Knowing you can't do it. And you can never deserve it. Makes God more angry. Huh? than the fact that you are even doing bad things. Let me say it again. God said, believe and you'll be healed. Hmm? And then, how many of you are Roman Catholics here? Oh, I didn't know. I cabled that. Meanwhile, me too, I'm a Catholic. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm. not Roman Catholic. <laughs> yes. I'm a student of churches. Have you heard of Emperor Constantine? What do you know about him? You don't know much. You are even a Catholic Roman Catholic that doesn't know anything. I went back to my church history last month. I downloaded a few things so that we'll put some things in perspective. I was studying some crucial doctrines in the body of Christ. I was going under the heading of the seven churches. Hmm? There is a particular church that represented that time in history. All right. Did I tell you small? Between AD um, thirteen fifty to 
1700 there about there are two major blocks hmm, in doctrine that came up the first one is what, what is called in fact every christian really is divided into these two blocks you don't know the one you are in self. some of you are just like you don't know you don't know you are just going one is what is called calvinism have you heard of calvinism you have heard of calvinism then the opposite of calvinism is arminianism my sister is tired but let me stop you will have to know these things there is nothing what does it mean to be a calvinist what does it mean to be an Armenianist? It was when I was trying to refresh, do a refresher course on these things as it pertains to the seven churches and the one that represents the time that we are in. Because there are four ways that you can look at those seven churches. Hmm? Let me leave. That's not where I'm going. Now, the point is this. Hmm? That a time came in the Roman Catholic Church. Something came up. Hmm? That thing, what is it called? Something came up that when you do it, you receive mercy. When you do it, you receive forgiveness and grace. Huh? Sure, you are a Catholic. There is something called penance. Say penance. So if you do something bad, you pay, 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 pay. In fact, a time came. Are you with me? I don't want to go there, but a time came. You can even pay for the sin you are yet to commit. So I was reading a book many years ago. The name of the book was Martin Luther. This is happening like it's been long ago, but seven to eight years ago. Now, in that book, there is a story of a when they were be, building St. Peter's Cathedral in Rome. So they were collecting and gifts oh, there is no way they did not exploit hmm? so they started selling penance for sins yet to be committed do you know the implication hmm? two thieves went and bought for the sin that they will yet commit and then the man that goes from village to village collecting that offering for the church was passing through their city you now know the answer you know what happened so they bought for the sin that they will commit eh? and went and stole that money the one that church collected that's the one they stole eh? so they took they didn't know how to answer this now because they presented their penance we have committed sin but we have what why are you now holding us they actually dealt with them and hang them. That is to show you that that thing is dead works. It can never bring satisfaction to God's demand of justice. Eh? Any system that man generated is of fallen nature. 
and anything that came out of the fallen man can never fulfill God's desire. You need to know that God brutally is angry with the fallen nature. Yes. There is nothing. Do you know why the cross came up? There are many things that Jesus <laughs> Jesus said, I have done everything for you. But he said, carry your cross. Only your cross. Jesus did not carry your cross. <laughs> Do you know why? Because of the fallen nature. Every man has to carry his cross. So that every day, that fallen man will be hung there. Are you hearing me? Many things Jesus paid for. You don't need to do anything. But the fallen man, he gave you cross. I said, this is the only way to deal with the fallen man. How do you deal with the fallen man? Say cross. Say cross. You know, there were days you hung your anger. That anger, you hung it. Nothing they will do to you will make you angry. After some time, the thing came down from the cross. the problem. The Paul said this one thing I do what is it? I die daily. If you die today and refuse to die tomorrow eh? fear oh, I hope you know fear is from Satan it will come down and then you began to fear what you were not afraid of before there were days you used to pray in the night and you are not afraid. Now if something do <laughs> Has it not happened to you? There were days you were fearless. Your fear was hung on the cross. The day came, he came back, he came down. And you said when he came down, he gave you a scripture. He came with a scripture. <laughs> Wisdom is profitable to direct. <laughs> Many things. That's why you have to die. The, the fallen man can never fulfill God's agenda. It is not possible. So this is what dead works is. Are you with me? Dead works is trying to accomplish God's agenda by the energy of the fallen man. What did I say? Where is your daughter? Trying to fulfill God's agenda by the energy and inspiration, wisdom and power. Energy and inspiration is the same thing with wisdom and power of the fallen man. It is dead works. It is dead works. It is dead works. Do we need to teach it again? Meanwhile, we need to teach it. We need to teach it because sometimes, after you have prayed for some time by the power of the Holy Spirit, one day you woke up and decided that you now have a system or praying that when I put this worship song, this one, this one, you know those ones, no? Then you are saying that day you put it, nothing happened. Has it not happened to you? Mm. Because you have. Has it not happened to you? 
Even if you say no, I know it has happened. Because you have removed your eyes eh, from the one that energizes men in prayer. And you have put it on something that is mundane. Anytime you leave your remove your eyes from Jesus and put it on the things that he decided to use, the power and inspiration we live. On that day, you have started building again with the flesh. Am I saying these things are not good? I use them, but anytime I use it, <laughs> I am trusting that the Holy Spirit will use it. Is it not true? To show you, there were days some songs you did not really, it was not really, you don't rank it. But that day, the thing will stay in your heart and be releasing energy. Oh, what happened? The Holy Ghost entered it. So what is dead works? Adam is the fallen man. Flesh is the fallen man. The headquarters of the fallen man is natural. It's in the flesh. Has it not happened to you? Sometimes you'll be doing, yeah, da, 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 but nothing is happening. You know, you know, it's me and you now. You know, nothing is happening. It has happened to me too. Let me tell you a secret. You know, people tell you their strength, they don't tell you their weakness. Sometimes, this thing I'm saying, it happens to you many times. Me, I know those times because I have been there. So I know when it happens to you. Hmm? You start praying, the thing is not there at all. This is what me I do. I do come on, I will talk to the world. And then I will turn back and say, Your boy is in trouble. Help your boy. And then I'll go. Even then, my tongues is not like this. There is a way, you know. He has not read it yet. Holy Spirit, help me, 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 help me. And you will think all of them is done. No, it's help me. That's what I'm Sometimes I will have a flush of energy, whatever. But once I do it, I will know when I've gotten it, whether by feeling or not. Then I will start. Sometimes, most times, there is no feeling. I will continue moving by faith, knowing that He will minister the help. After some time, you won't even know when anything happens. Repentance on what? There are many ones I'm bringing to the place where you can relate with it because we are prayer people. Are you with me now? So, you go to your Bible study. 
revelations hit you. There were days, there are days you open one verse like this. You continue writing, continue writing, continue writing, continue writing. In fact, the challenge in that day is your pen is not flowing fast enough. <laughs> Haven't you noticed that there were many revelations that we are lost? You never regain them. Because we are not able to articulate. Even the ones you articulated, you were never able to write all of them down. And it was lost forever. You try to remember, you can't. That you must have your daughter near you. I'm telling you. There were some, I have to even record it. Because the way it's coming in my heart, eh? Ben cannot write it. I with me. Any day you forget that is the Holy Ghost that helped you into that place, you start struggling again. For any time I struggle, the first thing that comes to my heart is this thing: Have I built with the flesh again? Because I with me. The first sign that you have built with the flesh is if grace drops. Once there is the grace drops. Once there is a reduction in access. Are you with me now? As I've told you, the key doctrine of the New Testament is the doctrine of access. If access drops, then the first question I ask myself is, am I building with the flesh? People don't know. The number one sign that you are building with the flesh is a drop in grace, a drop in access. That's the first question I ask myself. So if I, someone like me, I will say, Holy Spirit, help me. How did I get, sometimes, when you say help me, he will not. He will seem as if, you notice in your heart, seem as if he's pointing to a few things. I'll tell him, show me what it is, show me what it is, show me what it is. Let me tell you what happened. Sometimes he will tell you, that person in your workplace, you quarrel with, go and mend up. Sometimes he will tell you, release the person from your heart. You tell the person, okay, I've forgiven you, but he's still in your heart. My sister, is the heart that forgives you. It's not the mouth. What forgives? It's not the mouth. Have you not said I've forgiven you, I've forgiven you? But your heart has not forgiven. If the person enters here like this, Ay! something will pain you. No. It's even better you rebuke somebody with the mouth and make sure nothing is in the heart than you say sweet words with the mouth. My brother, I can never hurt you. If you look well, the person is carrying that girl. say something. Not laying again repentance. Not laying again the foundation of repentance. 
from dead works. You will not understand the extent of this doctrine and how much it is foundational. Aside these teachings that we are making, if you are not a Jew, the number one character of a Jew is that he is pious and sanctimonious. A Jew believes that any other person and any other religion is inferior. Is nothing. You are, you are pagans. How can you now begin to tell the Jew that what he is doing does not want anything before God? He said that your righteousness life it rags. Can you tell a Jew that? They spoke to the man. He said I fast two days in a week. Say glory. I pay my tithes. I give offerings. I help the poor. Hmm? I don't miss. Haven't you seen those people that do it? They will tell you they don't know why this thing bad is happening to them. I've seen people say that. They say this lady, she doesn't, she's principled. Have you not heard it? She has not, she has not slept with anybody. She doesn't miss you. Why I have not married is what I don't know. That's not the basis to approach those things. You have to, if you are using that, it's building again. You have to approach by mercy and grace. Do you know why? When God takes you up, you will find out that nothing happens for nothing. There must be something that makes that like that. So mercy and grace takes care of those matters you are not aware of. Do you know why? The reason is this. When see, they are caught, caught in the realm of the spirit. The heavenly court is not the only court. I hope you know. It is the highest court. But it's not the only court. Haven't you heard our people say that God should reverse their judgment? Where did they judge them? Where was that court session? Oh, you don't know. Where? Where did they do that? So, there are many courts in the spirit. So that we have in the physical. There is customary court, all kinds of... There is one they have in the north, they call it his bar. All kinds of court for many reasons. So when you come to a court, the consequences of offenses vary according to the courts that you are brought to, according to jurisdiction, according to many reasons. Let me tell you, give you an example. There are some courts you enter. Hmm? If you sleep with a woman, um, eh? your penalty will be dead. Do you know? There are some courts, another person, if he sleeps with a woman, his own will, he will be rich. This thing is strange, but I'm telling you spiritual reality. Eh? Let me explain. There are communities that they made laws and presented themselves before idols. Eh? How many of you is from 
that side of Enugu State. Huh? You know the place now. Where if you're a woman and you are married and you sleep with another man, you die. Eh? Where? Eh? Uh-huh. That's it. Hmm? There are some places in Nigeria too. Like my father told us, worry side and all that. You are a woman and you have not tested, you are married, you have not tested many other men, then you are not a strong woman. In that place, your ranking increases by what? Oh, oh you don't know. The spirits give you rank when you test other men. But in certain other location, when you test another man, you are struck with madness or death. That means whatever court that adjudicated on the matter, it must it is not the same court. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Therefore, the demand is not the same. So people coming from your village, there are things that they are outlawed from having access to. So you cannot think, are you with me now? There are places if you are coming from. If you do not have a child out of wedlock, you will not be married. I know one or two. Hmm? Try anything you will do. The court will judge you guilty. I hear him. So you carry all these things and then you are born again. And then you come and tell God, Are you with me now? I don't find anybody's trouble. I don't smoke. I don't do party. I don't do this. I pay my tithes. I go to church on Sunday. My friend, something higher is dictating the turnout of events in your life. More often than not, you are not aware. So in the cases and instances where you are not aware of higher laws operating and affecting the manifestations in your life, you need a higher adjudication because, are you with me now? See, spiritual laws does not just stop working on. Even in the natural, there is nothing like I banish this law from working. See, if what made what is happening in your life, if it is, if what is happening in your life is um, established and functional on the basis of legality, eh? It has to be on a legal basis that it has to be cancelled. And most times, there are legal basis that is as a result of constitution. These things is backed up by a law. You are not, let me stop. Because if it's backed up by a spiritual law, you cannot, it does not even take a court session. What you need is a higher law. 
Are you with me now? That is why the Bible says that the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has what? It didn't say it destroyed it. The day you stop operating by the law of the spirit of life that is in Christ Jesus, what happens to you? You become subject to the law of sin and death. So even though gravity is in existence, there is a law of nature. So an aeroplane can take off and begin to fly in the air. So I don't care that gravitation is holding everybody down. I know a higher law. The law of the spirit. So meanwhile, as you are flying, some people are still down. Why? Because the law doesn't stop. It didn't stop existing just because you conquered it. So if what is your challenge is as a result of a spiritual law, the way to conquer it is to discover what? A higher law. By discovering the higher law, you will function beyond the riches of that law. That is why when you are brought into Christ, it has to be on the basis of covenant. Backing up covenant is written rules. Oh my God, I've taught you now that there are two dimensions to a covenant. One is what? And the other one is what we call Daiteke. Eh? The Daiteke is the agreement, the writ, the content of that covenant. It is the example was given to the children of Israel. That is not the real covenant. So he said, Do not kill your neighbor or whatever. That's not the covenant. One of the content of the new covenant is he that is joined to Christ is one spirit with him. From that day, the reality of the main good spirit became possible. Are you with me now? There is only one container that can contain the Holy Ghost, your spirit. And in that place, they are poured into one vessel. And then the two of them be mixed together. Your spirit is not the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not your spirit. Just that the two of them are poured into one container. And I've taught you before. Eh? If you bring Coke and Fanta and pour it together, is the content Coke? Is it Fanta? It is another content. Are you with me now? The basis, the what God is trying to achieve by doing that is to achieve the highest level of intimacy. So, anything that God needs to do, communicate, build, all he needs to do is, as soon as his spirit is doing it, it's affecting you directly. How did I get here? There is a point I'm trying to make. So, when you operate by some of those laws, you now know that everything you are doing in the physical, even though they are right and better than your neighbor, but according to spiritual laws, eh? The things holding you is of a higher consequence than the things holding her. On that, on the virtue of that, she's not bound. Certain things, she can do it and go scot-free. Are you with me? But you, you can't do it. There are some of you, the laws binding the manifestation of your destiny in God demands that you should not fornicate. The day you fornicate, you lose your ministry. 
other people will come and tell you how they did many things and then they got born again. God is now using them. You see them doing miracles. Oga, your book is not the same thing with their own. The day something does that, then he lives. Meanwhile, Paul will come and tell you how he persecuted the Jews. Are you hearing what I'm saying? How he used his son and collected them. Say he's the worst of the sinners. But God still showed him mercy. I say, ah, let all of us be poor. You are a foolish man. No? So when we understand that there are higher laws that can be in operation, we cannot depend on our strength and on our goodness. So we beckon on mercy. Mercy takes care of aspects of your life that you are not aware of. There are quotas and demands that it takes for you to get to. There are doors that will never open to you. You don't, it's not as if you can't pay the price. You don't even know what to do. Have it not happened to you before? You don't even know what to do to open this door. Cry for mercy. One of the ways it manifests, I told you people, is for God to begin to give you insight. I said it here now when we started. When we started 50 days, I told you that one of it is the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God. Suddenly, so it's not in vision, it's not in revelation, but there is a knowing in your spirit that this is what I need to do now. If I do it like this, this thing will happen to me. Nobody told you. God has begun to show you mercy. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from what dead works. That means every man is bound to repent. I'm not sure it's just so, and that's what I'm trying to tell you. You have to repent as often as possible, precious, from dead works. Say dead works. You don't know how much God is angry with dead works. What is strange fire? It is an offering that came from the flesh. If you gave by the flesh, it's dead works. Fasted by the flesh, dead works. Swept the church by the flesh, dead works. Eh? Hug somebody by the flesh, dead works. Read Bible in the flesh, dead works. You must repent, my friend. You came and gave all of us car, dead works. See all those things those people in your church is doing is dead works. Because they want people to see them. If people don't see them, they won't do anything. They take satisfaction in people saying, hey, this person is a good person. If nobody said they are a good person, they they, they, they stop. They are not healing them. They stop. God is a merciful God. If it's me, I don't need you. Who are you? Well, of course, you gave us, maybe you maybe you give us 200,000 or 500,000 or 1 million tomorrow, and then what? Can I, what are we doing with your money? Take that nonsense 1 million and go. We are talking of serious things. We are talking of money. People are blind though. When I see matters, I don't see money, my friend. 
have you have you been have you been to heaven? And you say, I'm a billionaire. You will never be called up again. Are you hearing me? The assertions you are called up in the spirit, you talk about money, they won't call you up. The next, if God shows you mercy, the next time is three years' time. They don't talk about those matters in that place. If they love you, an angel will say, What is money? We don't know what is dollars. You think there is dollars in heaven? There is no dollars. There is nothing. Concerning wealth and riches, God, what God does for you is to give you power. No, hold your money. What did I say? Hold it. Hold it. We don't need it. Hold it. Hold it. In fact, if I, any day I notice, just watch me, I, I have done it many times. Any day I notice that somebody, there are many things I can overlook. One thing I, I hate. And there is a reason. When anybody tries to establish himself as somebody on the basis of what he can bring financially, but a foolish person, I don't care who you are. As soon as I notice that you are one of the people, I will lose interest. Matters concerned. I don't care who you are. As you are holding your money, you'll be watching now. God's work will be going. Yes, now, as you have not given anything, has anything stopped? Things are happening. Say glory. Say glory. As, as you have not given anything, things are moving. Mm. When you are matured, that is if you mature. By then, you start giving. That is if there is space to give. A time will come if you ask me for my account number, I won't give you because there are some. If they enter, you will. I know. I would. Mm. Some of the bad things happening in Nigeria is because men of stature in the kingdom accepted money from where they should not accept. And when they do it, the, the grace on their life validated what those people are doing. So when they now come, prayer cannot nullify that. Do you know how many of us can nullify just carrying your mind a top ranking man of God that you respect? And then he makes a decree over someone. Do you know how many of do you do you think what it will take for all of us to pray and overturn that thing? Are you with me now? You now see that we are treating ourselves from the food. Some of them will say they don't like, but you collect it. Wait, they have, they, have you not given the money to go to Abalis before? You didn't go, but you gave money. When you gave property money, anything, even if you didn't go, you are presented there. Are you hearing what I'm saying? When your father goes to that place, your name is always there. In case you don't know. 
they have you in the rooster. If they send message, you get it. Say you are not there. You collect money and you say you are not there. You are there, my friend. That's why I need all of you to be rich and billionaires. Billionaires. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I don't want to collect money from where I don't know. You have to be rich, my friend. You have to. It's not. If you don't need it, throw it in. Glory to God. I think we have. I think we have done justice to this. Tomorrow we continue. Let's pray a little for one minute.